0: You're listening to the Out of the Box podcast with Timmy, Halisa, and Shore.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Box. I'm Halisa, and there's Duro, Timmy, and Sinushow. So today we're going to talk about news, fake news, media censorship. Propaganda. propaganda. Um, it's the conversation that we're supposed to have had, you know, depending on where we have it. I think there's another kind of content you can even bring to that conversation. If it was before the election, we'd say, ah, what What are these people trying to do on the media? What, what games are being played? You know, and now we've come to a time where people are kind of trying to blame the other people for fake news and then we're like let's actually talk about this let's get into this conversation with actually defining what fake news is let's not say definition so to say it's not that you know it's not as solid as definition but what 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 comes to your mind when you hear fake news or what what determines that a news is fake to you yeah
0: um (laughs) fake news is fake news It's uh pretty much straightforward (laughs) but. I think fake news um, is, for me, it's anything that is intentionally shared to mislead the public. I think that's what I would, you know, term as fake news um and it's pretty much straightforward but i think it means different things to different people <laughs> because for some for for some people that have interacted with to be honest especially people who are politically uh have a political leading i don't want to say just let, let me use our country let me use nigeria uh what the what they would t- what they would say is fake news is any news that is not in their favor whether it's true or it's false so if a president is sick and a media platform reports that he has been flown out of the country uh, to get medical treatment or whatsoever the the supporters of that particular party would term that as fake news and they have you know made it a duty to um demonize and uh, vilify platforms that report things that are not in favor of their government so to me it's a, uh, fake news is definitely sharing wrong information to mislead the public uh, you know but it might mean different things to different people depending on who you are asking so it's a really interesting topic it's something that we should have discussed a long time ago but i'm happy that we are discussing it you know today
1: hmm Okay, we'll come back um to that conversation for sure. We have a lot to <laughs> say about it. Well, on when you hear fake news, what qualifies something to be fake? Uh, news to be fake to you? There is no fake news,
2: and um, I I would take a a, a leave from what um Leotomy had rightly posited earlier. The subjective nature of truth in itself, right, is the problem here. Right, um, because when you go around, right, there is no absolute view of what is the truth in the world, and that's why people will always tell you that okay, okay, let me say in my leaning, we are we believe there is no absolute view of what is the truth, right? And then, um, what is now very what are now causes is a station whereby in um, 2010, right, it could have made sense to say the banch. Is the best artist or musician out, out of Nigeria? It could have made sense. Oh, the most intentionally marketable uh, brand in the music industry in Nigeria. Oh, Two Face Idibia. But if a person who perhaps has been cut off from the world for the past 10 years comes out today and tells you, like, oh, who's the best musician in Nigeria? That person is probably going to tell you that it is, ah, this guy, Two Face, African Queen. Take a little breather and ask a person who just finished university in 2022 they will tell you oh wheezy 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 davido uh boner boy go back to 2013. some people will tell you it's whiskey go back to 2016. some people will tell you it's olamide come to 2019 after yeah 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 people will tell you it's boner boy so the the fact that we do not seem to agree on an objective value for truth or definition of truth means in its in a sense means in a sense that what we have now right is a situation whereby we have a relative view of what truth is so when you now say somebody is telling something fake right you probably are speaking from your own prism and then leaving the other people who perhaps may have limited information uh, to, to, to to be seen as people who are um, perpetrator of falsehood but I do not think there's anything like fake news. We can make it a debate and perhaps our listeners would enjoy it. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I, I think you kind of took it slightly philosophical because when you start saying something like there's no absolute truth and then, you know, all of those things, then it's like, are you sure is, is that subjective? Is there no science to it that you say, yeah, this is not fact or this is fact? I think that to a certain degree there are some news that, should be objective because before i used to operate in that gray area a lot just um just in my attempt to understand a lot of people like to understand how people think because it's very difficult for me to do that but i was just like okay let me leave a lot of gray area so i can you know dabble in and out of different things so let me not just look at the world as if it's white or black but it gets to a point that you just feel like i think that this 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 and this should just be absolute like that i i think this should be completely um, objective. then these other things can be left for debate that's just the way i see it and i think yeah there might be some things that some you know some news that i would categorize as fake news but like you said something i wanted to even you know pinch from when you said that you know, some people because it's out of your purview. You think that this news does not exist, right? And this for some people, it's actually something that it's something that that exists. So, are we now trying to say that um the news, the effect of the news, is what determines if it's fake news or not, or the peddlers? Like, is it from the person that is you know bringing that news forward, or is it from the, from the point of view of the person that is receiving it, right? So. Yeah, I mean, the lo- lo- lots of questions to be asked around this particular conversation, and I think it's something that that should be debated for real. Cause if we are, we close our eyes like this and open it before we say Jack Robinson, <laughs> like tomorrow we we'll see that they are slamming censorship on different types of news because a lot of Nigerians have been calling for it, you know, without them understanding what they are tra- like, maybe knowing, which is a bit scary for me because I'm thinking, where do we draw the line for these things, or where do do we call for some level of censorship for the kind of information that should be allowed to fly on the internet? Hmm. Yeah. you hop hoping any, anywhere. That's anywhere. a great question. That's a great question.
0: Oh, a great question oh, that, because like, um, we, I, I think this conversation is, it's a very broad conversation to be honest. Like, I don't even know where to start it starts from, but I'm going to say this, right before i answer the question there's actually a lot of fake news out there and as you guys were talking i was just laughing in my mind because i remember like all of those things that uh uh um mostly our parents used to share on whatsapp you know like <laughs> you see this message has been forwarded
1: Oh, I should have laughed that loud, this message like, has
0: been forwarded too many times. You know, um, there's actually a lot especially of things out when there.
1: when it's concerning science, you know, like this particular thing, um, if you drink this amount of water, this will happen. Or if you eat garlic, yes. you know, all of those things that are concerning science. Yes. I don't know where we so, should so put it, those ones, Sev. So it Go does ahead. take
0: me to like... And there was a time that I think WhatsApp had to add that future, you know, because people were just forwarding things, you know. That was like 2013, um, 14, 15, I think about 16 was when they had to like add that future, you know, to show that this message has been forwarded too many times because they tried to, you know, crack down on fake news. And, you know, so, you know, that, be- that being said, you know. It takes me back uh, to your well, question. That's where do we pretty worrying
1: if, if WhatsApp can get yeah. access to crackdown. No, the thing is, you, it's like you have to give up one um, right. So now, you know, WhatsApp does this en- uh, end-to-end e- encryption. So that's why people say, but then it's like, it's pretty suspicious because people are saying WhatsApp is not even safe. Like, you have to go to, what's this other app that people like to use a lot that is like Telegram. very, very... Yeah, Telegram, Telegram. They say it's very Russia technology. I don't. What what country is that app even from? I don't know, but it's very highly encrypted. I think people feel more safe. But then if WhatsApp people like Meta, I mean those guys, I don't even trust them. If they can come onto your, um, you know your 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 chat to see if you're receiving fake news or not, it's like, am I gonna, uh, am I scared of you? Am I am I wary of like the other people? So it's like, yeah yeah i'm just i'm just you know going I, don't, on I don't
0: actually trust any of those apps you know and to be honest to say that any of my conversation it's safe you know even if you're doing a video call or whatever i don't actually trust any of those things but you know it is what it is you know <laughs> but then like you know coming back to the conversation about yeah, fake yeah. news and you know and all of this um this Things I I I, you know want to think that I want to ask a question first before before we can determine where we draw the line is what motive do some people have for sharing for putting out some sort of information out there which may not necessarily be true it takes time to draft some of these things it takes um it takes a little bit of time it takes a little bit of not a little bit it takes conscious effort. To put out misleading information out to the public, right? So, what what purpose, what motive do people have, you know, behind sharing some of these things? And that is where you can now determine. Oh, this is where we. This is where we. Um, this is where we uh, uh, draw. This is where we should draw the line as to what what should be accepted or or not. Could it be that some people are uh, unintentionally misinformed? And uh, unintentionally, they, they try to share that their misinformation with other people. Because if I tell you, if you call, if you pick up the phone now, you know, le- let me give you a personal example. I want to give you a personal example. So I do know some people that exaggerate a lot. You know, I know some people that exaggerate a lot. So, and I've, 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 I've had that for a long time. Let me give you an instance. So my mom can literally call me and tell me that, let's say there's just maybe there's a, a small rain on the like small rainfall and maybe there's a little bit of flood my mom can literally tell me it is flooded I, as i was going out this road was flooded and out of that you know out of that um information that i've received i could go to social media and say oh don't pass this road if you're going the, uh, to this route it's actually flooded so some people I, I, I just use that very simple example because i do know that when you go on platforms like twitter you know, um, you go on platforms like Twitter, you see, in fact, when you scroll down your timeline, you just see a lot of stuff that will just be like, come on, this is false. But guess what? That thing has 5,000 likes, 10,000 likes, how many reposts or how many retweets or what do they call it now? Because it's no longer retweets. You know, you see the thing having like 10,000 retweets, 20,000 likes, but you know that this thing is false. So, what the, the I, I, I want to take it from the part of motive. Some people share fake news because they themselves received fake news and and, and it's so easy to disseminate information now in the era of social media. So sometimes the motive might not be um actually um, um, um intentional or it might not be to, to to actually misinform people or whatever but just because they receive that information and everybody in this age and time wants to be the um, the guy that broke the news everybody wants to be like the cnn uh, reporter that broke the news first so if i hear one small gist, you know maybe for the for the for the for the sake of clout or it came for me first you know people just want to go out there and share it so take for example um what we have in Nigeria that's going on now with like several people being um, controlled by the outcome of the election emotionally and everything. And then people see maybe like now that we have court cases and we have all of these things or or many people don't like the president, you know, and they just hear one small, uh, what, what whispers into people's ears again. One small insect just whispers into their ears and they want to put that thing out there. So I don't know if, we can actually determine where to actually draw the line. Maybe except the person is a serial offender, or I don't really know. You know, I don't, I don't know yeah, how because to. because you so. talked about yeah. this
1: serial offender yeah. thing, right? There's this sorry. recent case, like Sinusio. O- or yeah go ahead, please.
2: I was I was going to actually quickly bid on what do me said. You know, we started a conversation where I said there's no fake news.
1: And I think uh,
2: saying there is no fake news in itself, right, might not be entirely correct, until it involves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Right, because when you say fake news, fake news, fake news, you literally are just talking. But the point is, like Roberti Timmy said, I will quickly quote a case that I think I have seen somewhere before. I think it was a case credited to. I was reading law reports really in the U.S. trying to check something, right? especially when people were mentioning about Tinubu and all of this. So I came across something in Missouri, Missouri state, the state of Missouri, that I think does not apply to what people were claiming or alleging about Tinubu in chicago you know all of these people have different legal jurisprudence for different areas if i'm not mistaken so no the point is i was now trying to find because if money is in your account right i was trying to say okay the money is in this guy's account this money could have come from anywhere what he said is proceed of illegal of proceed of illegal substance and i'm not like okay who exactly twist the motive is the key kitty if, for instance, if I tell Alisa now, Alisa is raining outside, and Alisa goes outside, and before she comes back in, I said, okay, do it to me. Alisa is this, Alisa is that, Alisa is this, Alisa is that, and then I I, 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 I in, maligned the person of Alisa, right? Then it could easily be established, right, that the motive, right, is, I mean, we're not coming from a place of innocence, they're coming from a place of a deliberate falsehood to move Alisa out while I, perp- while, while I perpetrate the job of maligning a person. I don't know, maybe this makes sense, guys. So, that motive in itself, right? No, in that case, now you, you are literally trying to draw impulse, right? So that you can make some certain actions. Then, that in itself, right, can now show. Maybe what you have said in the real sense is fake or the truth. I don't know, maybe this makes sense, guys. Because there is innocent misrepresentation, right? And there is deliberate, willful misrepresentation of facts. And now will now take us to the conversation Dali, where somebody was saying a Supreme Court judge, is, is resigned because he doesn't want to be part of a, a, a kind of a truncation of justice or miscarriage of justice. And the person came out later and said I did not resign. But if you look at the person who gave that information, right, and you see the fact that this person had over the time been doing everything to pile pressure on the judiciary, not in the right way, right, then you will know that when the statement was released, you have an an impetus, or let me say, the motivation. To try to see the motive behind that statement, to try to corroborate that fact, statement, maybe it's a fact or not. So, literally, there is no fake news until it is proven that it is indeed fake. And, then there, and that there is a deliberate, now, this is not entirely a condition that makes it fake or not, but it's part of the conditions. Like, it is entirely intended to mislead the listeners or the readers, as the case may be. So i just wanted to bid on that to say okay well, motive in itself is a very important factor that helps determine okay i'm looking for the case online now i think it's in the case of state father's friend right it was a case of assault right and we were able to prove the motive behind the assault right and we were able to secure the necessary um is this sanction they call it now in law or perhaps a sentence or whatsoever what have you there but the point i'm trying to make is if a statement comes out from my mouth from my from mouth right that statement in itself it is not fake news until the motive behind the statement is established i don't know if this makes sense guys so that's literally one of the very important things that i think i can add to this conversation so that anybody who's listening to us because like do said, We're in the age of social media where news travel at the speed of light and then you see some messages come to you a thousand people have shared it Uh -uh. why Why is it why is it that we have 1000 people ready to share a message what is going on what is exactly one thing is that message is able to draw impulse from people and when people become impulsive because of something, be very sure that there is a sensitive line in that news. And when there is a sensitive line in any news, it could be a draw. Draw in the sense of the person who prepared the news is trying to use that to draw people in to read. Like the sensational medias, that media that we have now in Nigeria. You understand? So fake news in the view sense, right, is not something you can reasonably gorge in a, in a kind of um, a loan, you have got to build on establishing the motive. And By the time you establish the motive, then you can now reasonably say, okay, this is a fake news. I don't know if this makes so, sense, but that's
0: my I, I I question, question for you.
1: Who, who, who would establish that um, this motive? Is it not until the thing has gone to court and then they're like, okay, this is a case now, and then you're like, okay, let's establish the motive, which is how maybe the court of law not works? Of them, not
2: of them will get. Not all of them will get to court. That is why. The the thing.
1: That's what that, I'm saying. That, whose responsibility does that? No, whose it, show that it, does that it, it, fall on? It is the, the receiver of the information.
2: Of it is the responsibility of anyone who is going to share any information
0: to cover up it.
1: So it's the person exactly. that is sharing, and not the this person where, receiving. This is
0: where it. I was going to be yeah. This is where we're, the question I wanted to chip in. I wanted to yeah, ask we're you we're guys: of, yes. Is any That's news it. that you can't prove fake? Don't so what post. if I have some information? But I can't prove it. Is that fake?
2: I guess that's why a lot of media personnel personnel get to use the word alleged.
1: So that's because it's because it's because it's, <laughs> because it's written in the book. You know, they are just going by the books, uh, which is well, good. I, I mean, that's a very solid we, point. Can we
2: establish a case of defamation uh, if someone is using alleged, 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 alleged? Isn't you can, you can't oh, you then. you can.
0: You can't. Can we?
1: Yeah. No, you sure we can't.
0: So, you can?
1: that's why. Think... Oh. Allegedly, you allegedly.
0: Allegedly.
1: Yeah, yeah, you not allegedly. People, dead. allegedly people so, just if, not... what if. What
0: if? So, 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 what if. Um, le- Let me paint a scenario here. I am a son to a military, uh, a top military officer, and then. I hear him discu- over here, him discussing with my mom that uh, him and his peers have been, uh, and his colleagues have been, you know, talking about taking over the government or, you know, uh, organizing a coup, right? And I go tell that thing to maybe my girlfriend or uh, or any of my friends, you know, like just as just this is what I heard, like this is what I, and from them, it leaks out to social media. So I uh, is is it is are we gonna say that because I heard let's say I have I heard this thing okay because oh, I'm trying to ask maybe we should have had like a journalist also like in this conversation but because I've heard many journalists say oh I'm protecting my source they've been accused of fake news but the journalists say oh you are protecting they are protecting their source and everything if I can't prove it and what I'm trying to say kind of kind of question I'm, I'm trying to the question I'm trying to ask as actually is if I can't prove it, is it necessarily fake, even though I heard it? Is it necessarily fake news?
1: go ahead. I guess
2: you're going on my evidence. Because now, now, yeah, now because like I was saying earlier, right? That's where it gets dicey. Right? You can share the... I mean, when people were saying there was a bomb blast at Keja, then, even about the just time, here. You know, a lot of people actually didn't take that message seriously. People who were not in Lagos, they didn't take it seriously until the now started reading on the news that oh, a lot of people died, a lot of people were submerged in swamps and all of these things. But the conversation really is, if somebody who does not believe that message had gone without exercising any care towards a kerja, and the person was stampeded, the person it's the person's loss, isn't it? So that's the reason why I said earlier, now what I think is important, right, is that anytime you get any information, you exercise care. That duty Critical of care.
0: thinking, right?
2: Right. And which will now take us perhaps even to a whole new conversation, which is pretty much about how people are able to critically analyze things within the context of Nigeria. Well, that's you not know, a skill that people many are people have. are tired have now. Fuel
1: it's expensive. Everything is expensive. I will now be critically analyzing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, what you just said that, Lisa, someone can just come up with a story like, oh, this uh, money that they actually remove, like, you know, you see a uh, side of show at Harissa. The, the worst fake news is not on social media. The worst fake news is actually on the streets. People cook up all sorts of, of uh, stories. So can come up and say, Oh, the reason why they are doing this is because they want to do this or whatsoever. But it, I, I, I understand the point that Sinusha is raising, even though critical thinking is not a skill that many people have, you know, people cannot critically think. I think that common sense is not even common, I, you know, um, um, common sense is the basic, then you can start advancing into critical thinking and it's not common. But one um, thing that I, I really want to say is that because we know, I, I I for me, I actually accept the fact that there's actually fake news. You know, a lot of, st- we, we've, we've seen a lot now. Just if you look on social media in this election, you know, and I was talking about motive before. A lot of people do these things because they are doing it for likes and retweets. Like, if you actually sit down to cook, like, you know, they call it cooking now on social media, you know, where you just cook up, a, you know, uh, different kinds of stories that may not necessarily be true and everything. Um If you actually, you know, uh sit down to do all of those things, you get a lot of, I think you get a lot of likes retweet and another mot- motive again is for what comes with it because trust me there is a huge demand for this thing there's a huge market for fake news i think like maybe halisa said maybe because people are not they say again me i, I always reference there's like a vacuum. previous there's
1: always yeah Yes, Quiet. I always
0: reference like previous, previous things that, that, that have happened in government. And there's a huge separation, a huge gap between, a huge, a huge mistrust, you know, um, for the government by the citizens, right? So there are always, there's a huge market, you know, if you want to put out information or misinformation, there's a very huge market that will receive you, you know? So just imagine that COVID era you know imagine the covid covid time when people do, people all across the world do not even trust the governments so it's anyone that came up with um, propaganda or anything at that particular time there are a lot of people that are willing to you know to receive that information because the governments all across the world world do not necessarily communicate the truth to their people so this creates a lot of room for for fake news you know so i i think that as in as long as that market exists that people that want to consume this fake news, you'll surely see people, you know, continuing to do this thing, even the worst of the worst, like just cooking up fake things and putting it out there, you know, for for, for people to see. So it is... It is uh yeah I don't know yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. So I know I caught you off when you were talking about critical thinking because yes I understand you know I feel like there's like um a group of people that you can say yeah you are actually reading you have time it's like you are comfortable you should be able to exercise critical thinking maybe you're talking about those group of people and I just like maybe generalize too much but I'm just like I feel like I'm just fed up with like um the people. Carrying on so much responsibility on their back, you know, hold your governors accountable, you know, hold your local government chairman accountable, and you're not eating well, oh. And then now you start to analyze news critically, and that's why I just yeah. like, if you have to work that you're not being paid for. <laughs> yeah, i so go ahead, and then I'll, I'll come back to a little bit of specific because there have been a few cases, um, like things that have been happening that I want to actually, like, just specifically point out. Sign so carry on.
2: Oh, okay, okay. I was actually talking about critical thinking and the duty of care that we all owe to the society, right? And then, um, and do also forget, right? Um, there are instances where we have seen people come out with some, 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 some statements, right, that are utterly ridiculous, but they are not fake news right for instance uh <laughs> like somebody asked me god oh wait now you okay. did they ask you oh you are a christian Have you, did you go to church today i mean you watch the service on youtube Will you say you went to church or not and you know in the view sense the person is asking maybe you went to a physical church but the person just literally loosely ask you did you go to church today what would you say most people would say i went to church I paid my tithe. I paid my paid my offering. Oh, the service was wow! Pastor was marvelous. Did you see those choir from South Africa? They dance so well. They didn't go to church, but they attended service. So loosely, right? The person has asked the question, and that has allowed the person to play that play around it. So now, why is the woman now say, "I, your Deji, went to church today"? Then. You, Alisa, that was probably on phone with me, or perhaps on chat with me, and you know I don't chat when I'm in the physical building, which is the church that the person is asking, maybe I went to, but the person is not asking directly. You know that I didn't go, and you are like, oh, we were talking all day today. And somebody said, oh, you told me you attended service, and you all came to me, and I said I attended service. Yeah. And the person asked me later, were you in church physically? And I said, no attended service through youtube you see how the world is in such a way that you should not limit any conversation to one and zero binary so that's the reason why i was actually first of the opinion that's now if it is proven that the intention is for me to mislead that person who had asked me that question then it now becomes an entirely fake news but if i had done it right from a place of saying, okay, attending service online is as well going to church. That is not fake. So that nuance in every conversation and the ability to understand things within context is not what is very important that we all must have as a skill. Which is why I also think critical thinking is important. And let me take you on a few uh, trip. I don't want to digress so much. We had been talking recently and somebody said to me and said, oh, There is a lot of liquidity in the system. Let's raise interest rate. So we can mock the money in the system. Ordinarily, when you raise interest rate, it is expected, right, that um, we start to see contraction in financial system liquidity, which is the money in the system now in the big case, both soft and hard. Now, I said to the person, I said, one of the conversations that the University of California, the Department of Economics, they are having currently is that when we take these policy actions, macroeconomic policy actions, and we take them to imagine emerging market of, let me say, some frontier market as well, what we are doing is fitting a van peg in a square hole. Because in the real sense, most of these economies are not credit-centric. So in the real sense, you are not discouraging any consumption. You are literally just going to spur up the interest that businesses are getting to pay on the loans that they are taking. So that's me just saying, okay, oh, okay, doing the policy can be right for the person who is thinking about it, But in the real situation, the context of those people, let's say Ghana, Nigeria, it might not be right because how many credit cards have you seen around? Right? Except for the recently... But
1: but I would have to come in. Like I've been, I've been trying to fit my head into the conversation, but I would have to uh, like, just like call you a bit. You said... You said the motive, right? It feels like maybe up until this point, you said the motive is very important, but now you're saying like, yeah, your motive might be very might be correct, like the person that would you know make up all of those policies, you know, use those models from like developed markets to emerging markets, but it's like that that was it called the intention of creating that was also okay. So that's why my own argument is when it comes to this news of a thing, is it where it's coming from or the impact that it's going to have that is more important? Yes, you might not be able to isolate both of them. But if you if you try to like maybe, you know, think about like the the emotion or the intention of that information, maybe a bit more higher than than. Mm, i don't think you did that comparison anyways but in my head I'm, I'm hearing it as you're saying the the motive is maybe more important but i'm thinking about it i, I think it's the the effect or the impact of it let's say recently this um, man um faust that was um
2: not to think not to fa- think not to think the impact will explain the motive one way or the other it doesn't it, doesn't it doesn't
1: always though
2: <laughs> well, oh, no. but a moment, a moment, please. When you see the impact and you see the beneficiary from the the person that benefited from that impact, it explains the motive. Does that make sense? Like if I if I say, okay, Alisa, yes, it's raining out there, and you went outside to quickly go perhaps uh remove your pegs, right? And you came back inside, and the ultimate just suddenly turned against you and said, Yo. I don't want to talk to you again." And you said, what did I do? Right? And I started laughing. And perhaps some months later, the money you me used to give to me and you, if it does, give us any money, you started giving it to me alone. Does that not explain things clearly? That all I wanted to do was just plant discord amongst both of you, so that I can be the sole beneficiary from the proceeds that we usually get from him.
1: So, okay, you know, recently, there's been this Arise News debate, right, between uh, Rufai and Rotus. Um, you probably paid attention to it or not, I don't know, but even me, I don't even get the particular content but I, I, I saw this evening where Routus from Arise News was kind of saying that he apologized to Rafi because he said um, that Rafi was lying but then he came up to say that Rafi was not lying, he only was caring about the, p- he wasn't exactly lying I guess in quote at this point, because <laughs> they are just explaining, that Rafi was just caring for the people first so he might overbloat or overestimate or uh-huh. you know, overspeak no, no. On some things why Rotus was saying the facts should persist, those things
2: none of them were lying on, on in that clip. And I labeled to state that any more that person can probably disagree if you bring better data Point, I can agree with you because I believe in God, every other person must bring data. Now, having said that, look at uh, what Rotus came back to say. Rotus came back and told us that oh. Rufay is putting the people first. That's literally what she he said. And then he thinks right. that some other things must come before the people. Meanwhile, the essence of governance is the people. I don't know, maybe this makes sense to you.
1: The reason do you why know this we is ha- one of the biggest problems we're having? Because a lot of people, we don't know. We, I, I think the, there's a great divide on what should come before what. And I think that leads a lot of thoughts, but people just want to ignore those kind of ideologies or something like that. Because this man heavily, right? Heavily believed that, um, what's it called? Numbers. Cause you need to under- maybe get the numbers clear, get the books cleared up completely before you, br- You that's going to now, you know, impact the lives of the people. But Rufai or, or someone else would tell you, no, you need to think about it from the people's point of view. But then I, I'm going to say this example because it's been going on in my head. Um, Femi, Femi Falano, right? That's um, Fowl's dad. He came on the news recently, and he said that there's like 500 billion worth of gold that um, or like um, solid mineral that has been exported out of Nigeria. Nine that's not accu- so a- yeah, yeah. That is not accounted for, and then people are like, "That's an that's like a grow. <laughs> that's an how much he how, how much?
2: How much did he say?
1: Is it 500 billion?
2: No, no, no. I had are nine, he,
1: billion, are we nine billion. I 50.
2: 9 billion USD. Uh,
1: okay i i, I mean I, I think i
0: i saw
1: the point is that for me now it's if he he, he went maybe straight to the national Bureau of statistics or what you call it i know Sinusha really holds that distance really there compared to other this thing but it's like if you went there and saw the the data for the for the gold that was there it's like first of all who sponsored this um this research that was done is it a government no. research is it is it an NGO research if you now bring me a data there how am I even supposed to believe that but that's that on that it's like what I'm trying let's to say it, in essence let's is it
2: like this. If you don't what mind. I'm
1: trying to say let, let me say this first what I'm trying to say is that the what's it called the intention of that maybe he over bloated it but at the end of the day people kind of got charged a bit and like we got to be like okay this is what is actually going on so the impact of that particular news at the end of the day whether the figure is bloated or not is that people woke up slightly i mean they might sleep back very good at doing that but people kind of like got interested more in the the gold that's being you know taken out of nigeria or something go ahead please no
2: you know you know the problem really oftentimes is what Falana said is not fake news i just think it's an information that was exaggerated it seems more like what you can call propaganda right but i'm not sure it is entirely a fake news because there was a reportage about the a certain national assembly house committee on solid mineral, I think, where they said Nigeria loses about nine billion dollars, I think annually. So it probably took the solid mineral in that contest to mean good. You yes. get so now it now speaks to the level of education people have in a certain field <laughs> and why they should not be allowed. I mean, if if someone I calls do mean- what me. If someone calls over to me on media, right, I wouldn't talk too much. I would just allow him to talk because I know he probably has a command of what the operationality of that sector is. But for me, right, I may be able to speak like the finance manager of an artist, I don't know, maybe this makes sense, like, oh, I am the one that helps manage the finances, keeps the book, all of this. I may be able to speak from that perspective, but what do you mean we'll be able to speak on how to set the stage, the best kind of mic to use, and all of this? And that is why the Nigerian media as well has a duty to ensure that whenever they are going to have any conversation, the hosts are well grounded in the conversation they are having. And it's also part of the problem between Rufai and Rotus both of them seem like Rotus, I think they've said he studied economics, but he's not a practicing economist. Rufai studied animal science, It's not even in any way close to economics. economy. So Rotus will probably regurgitate the theories, the established and what I like to call elitist economic framework across the world. And he will be talking. He will talk smoothly. A lot of people in Nigeria will agree with him. Because even in our schools as well, they don't teach critical understanding of those subject matter now when you come to the market right you will see let's when i say market now i mean when you come to the real world you will see economic data eh? in real time you can easily trace correlation how they relate you can easily reasonably estimate causation what causes what maybe it's a two-way thing or a one-way thing. you can easily reasonably estimate all of those things but for somebody who had gone to school and is now in media, who just invites people and they talk and he shares with them because he has understanding of economics, he might not have that wish and depth. So the two of them are probably even confusing the whole country. right? But they are saying the things they are saying ignorantly. But it's not because, I'm not sure it's because they want to mislead people. So when we will now be able to prove maybe they are misleading people, is if somebody comes out tomorrow and tells you that a certain flow of money went into uh go to his account two months before he started sending those things online and those amount of money are substantial enough to beat his earnings for the past two years and Then you can also say oh maybe somebody paid him maybe the motive is to mislead the people or perhaps yeah, to alleged. make it calm down
1: so some-
2: yeah, sure so you understand so now the conversation mm-hmm. is way beyond a yes or no kind of conversation it's a conversation that has a lot of nuance and refer as well right You know, a lot of people were alleging at some point that Rufay, some advice people, they work for OP, they do this, they do that. And you see, maybe due to consistency or inconsistency of their line of thought. For instance, I have seen some of them defend some actions in the past, right? One way or the other softly defend them. And later... This the, the, the someone else decided to implement those policies and those guys were going against the person. Oh somebody could have done it better, this person could have done it better. And I said, okay, yo, nobody does this any better. There is a petroleum industry act since 2021 that had already spoken to the deregulation of the downstream sector in Nigeria. If anybody said when I get to office, right on the spot, I'm going to remove it. And somebody got to the office too. He didn't say we we'll even do it right on the spot. He said we'll remove it or maybe you possess or not. But on, right on the spot, like your guy said, he said, okay, I will remove it as well. And you start regurgitating a lot of things, saying a lot of things that shows that you do not support that instant remover. Then it might show the motive. So motive is a very important thing, but we can't go around gurgling motive, which is why we now hold the duty of mm-hmm. care. Don't circulate information. That you do not reasonably think can be correct. There are some things that cannot be correct. Like somebody was posting something today on one of the social medias where I belong. I was traveling, so I was reading too. And then the person posted 58 percent. Somebody won 58 percent in the northwest. Uh, Another uh, 48 percent in the northwest. Another person won 23 percent in the northwest. Another person now won uh, was it 40 percent in the northwest? And I commented on that. that I said, "Oh, LMAO." if you people think you have won, wait for the court. Actually, you also took evidence to the court and you said you believe the court will give you justice. Why are you all over the place? And then somebody now came under my own conversation and said, check the number you are responding to. I said, I know. It is not correct. A percent. is based on the concept of cent and dollar. Abi? It should be cent is the uh, lower, version of, uh, lower version of the dollar, yeah, in currency denomination. So when you say, 100 cents, you are speaking to one dollar. So whenever we say per cent, we are saying per hundred. So literally, the conversation of saying cent is now beyond hundred in a thing that has to do with the population of human beings, is completely an anomaly. So you can see from the force, oh, maybe it's an error that this person committed in doing this, but if this person means this, it is a lie. It is not true. Right? Because there is an objective nature of truth around what the percentage is. I don't know if this makes sense, but that is how I see all of these things. It is our duty as a people to ensure that we exercise care in the course of passing on information amongst ourselves. Because information that you are passing could lead to the loss of the wealth that somebody has built all their life. You get. It could also Bitcoin lead to- just
1: crashed, right? Who told you, in <laughs> I don't know. you said they can lose the wealth, um, life wealth. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, people may just lose the wealth. They
2: beat all their life because of the certain mm-hmm. information that is incorrect. And also, no, very
1: mm-hmm.
2: numerical literacy is also very important. Numerical literacy is important. At times, people will say, fifty. it's stole 50 trillion ever. And then you look at it yourself and you say 50 trillion. And you're, you're looking at the math, and you're like, ah, fifty trillion? How? Where? You know it. You probably will be able to guess at that point that it is incorrect. So that gives you a second level job of confirming, corroborating those claims, and making things better for the people who you are going to pass it to. Don't pass the burden of check to any person. Do it first level, and then that way we will be able to establish motivation that you do not intend to mislead others.
0: you know know what's so funny you know what's so funny funny? um this thing that you just said about you know people putting out figures that but sometimes you know like sometimes sometimes too sometimes when you actually check out like i know that how do i even put it fake news has been it, it exists a lot in our society and the fact that it is so prominent now that, you know, there are some things that you just see and dismiss. It has not become a tool in the hands of um, people who are intentionally doing wrong. Uh, the Wrongdoers of society, the politicians, their supporters, you know, it's because you know that um, because you know that because we all know that, yes, fake news is actually out there in our society. Sometimes when some investigative reports are done and some figures are published that, oh, this person stole this amount, you know, they're just so quick to, you know, dismiss it as, oh, it's fake news. It's fake news. So, you know, and that's how, like Carissa said, you know, when people hear some things, they go back to sleep. It's also part of those reasons because, uh, you know, a, a lot of stuff is dismissed by the government right now as fake news. You know, they kill people. When reports come out, people say it's fake news and everything. And if not for the same social media that we're talking about, you know, thank God we even have like this audio feature. Imagine we had this audio uh, feature during ENSA's period; it will have been it have been something else. It will have been something else. Yeah, so is, just, just imagine the
1: government. Yeah. Now, do you think the government have a role to play? Like, yeah, what or, or to a, what extent? What kind of role do they have to to play? Um,
0: it's not, it doesn't Your responsibility. Most people will tell you, oh, the government needs to regulate. The government needs to regulate. The government needs to regulate. No. See, in the absence of true information, if there is an information gap, you know, information is the only thing that I know that there can never be a gap. If I, it just does imagine if I keep quiet for five seconds, you guys will start talking. <laughs> it's, 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 it is what it is. So just imagine that in this small podcast, if I don't move for two seconds, you would automatically start someone else to pick up the conversation. Now imagine when you are in government and you do not communicate to the people or there's inaccuracy or inconsistency in your communicate in what you've communicated out. People are going to fill in those gaps. So if the government is not more proactive with communication, it's like when things happen in in Nigerian uh, politics, if you read most reports, you know, out on uh, most of our our media platforms, right, Um, by journalists and everything, when they are reporting something, there's always one paragraph that's very consistent in all of their reports. Um, The paragraph is is always, we try to reach out to him, but as at the time of this report, there was no response it's always that is especially in countries like nigeria it is like the default politicians don't respond to allegations against them you you know if you're even accusing any rich person or any popular person of doing anything anything at all right they don't respond Because they have... And it's not just politics alone, even when it comes to religion. Just imagine one popular religious leader is accused of doing something. They'll just dismiss it because they have people that follow them regardless of whatever they've done. We don't have that consciousness in our society here to say that this is where i'm going to draw the line oh if this thing actually comes out uh, that this person if this report you know actually comes out that this person did this thing and then we can validate the claim that this person did this thing, i'm going to draw the i'm going to disconnect from this person i'm going to withdraw my support from this person so we don't even have that in our political space in nigeria we don't even have that in our um, our, our religious space and you know several places of influence. You know, even when it comes to regular celebrities, we don't really. I think it's celebrities that even get that. When I mean celebrities I mean entertainers that even get the um the 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 highest amount of. Of hits, you know, when there's a negative report out there about them. But when it comes to politicians and religious leaders, they don't really get that thing. So, the government has a huge role to play. Apart from regulation, you know, I, I don't feel like anyone should be allowed to intentionally mislead the public, you know, I feel like yeah, law should be should be put in place. I feel some people are suggesting that Nigerian Twitter now should have this um community notes where if there's a if there's a popular tweet, people can actually add more context to that tweet. And to be honest, I've seen it done on international um mm-hmm. uh, uh, um tweets and it makes so much sense because you can just see like I, I just recently read before this um uh, podcast, one guy tweeted he's an anti uh, American american journalists he's anti-america but he's an american journalist so he, he always puts up things in favor of russia and everything so he just puts his uh, he shared a picture and he said ukraine has put me on their queue list, but when i read the community notes um it showed that they only put him on a website that shows that these are the enemies of ukraine do you understand so they did not say oh assassinate this guy shoot on site but if i'd gone with that uh particular um headline you know or particular um, um tweets that he wrote i would have believed that, that was the case you know so um for me that's communication great. with the communication gap it's and it more, that,
1: like your, yeah. your point is very very that's a very good point even instead of like doing all of this jati jati with law it's like if you f- give that th- don't no don't that's a very good decision. thing i've not even thought of it like the psychology angle like if, if on this podcast you know <laughs> we can't even go silent for one minute and it happens when you're <laughs> even going back and forth <laughs> with someone even in like you know um like personal spaces that that's interesting but that information gapped in eh? and when you're feeding us with information we usually, like you said it has to also be consistent and it has to be factual because if it's not people are I guess intelligent enough to debunk it and say okay this does not work that that makes sense and one one case that actually happened recently and I I think I also like passed this one to Saino Show he said you know recently there was a guy that was arrested not him but his brother because they put out in in, a news kind of that um, (laughs) Fashola is allegedly (laughs) the one using this alleged now anyways he's the one writing the 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 what's it called the a verdict for the um presidential electoral or this thing now the tribunal he's the one putting out the tribunal results has already written it so it's a it's a news that the i I guess the 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 press the presidency in when i say presidency maybe that office you know got really like you know anxious about and they had to they wanted to um, like bring him in and i think they couldn't find him and then they took his brother in so for a kind of news like that would you consider it to be a highly sensitive could you consider it a security threat and would you say that the government how how right or wrong <laughs> would you say the government um have uh, was in that particular situation um you know, uh, it's okay yeah
0: ahead. Okay. sorry The
2: person who wrote the news said he picked it on social media. That's gross irresponsibility. You have a duty of care to check. Right? But secondly, as well, how visible it is that um, Fashola is going to be the one writing um, whatever for the justices of the Supreme Court of Nigeria? Uh, oh, of the election trip now, have you?
1: Yeah, yeah, pres- presidential electoral petition see, tribunal. Ah, oh, now I got seem, it.
2: it. It doesn't seem logical to me, right? And which is why I actually found the old case a lot disturbing, number one, that an adult can sit down, right, and write that, number one. But secondly also, a lot of people will tell you that this is Nigeria. Anything you see, we take it like that right so literally uh, i think the people of nigeria by even buying that news are showing the total um dis- the re- the level of disregard that they have for the um, system for the administration of justice in nigeria because if you know one thing for sure is that institutions are built on trust Perhaps the Nigerian people have the basis to say that trust has been misappropriated over the years. And that's why they can easily rush, run up with such news. And don't forget, do what me said something very importantly. If you leave a vacuum, it will be filled. What exactly is difficult with we getting a transcript of the proceed of the presidential election petition tribunal? I don't know if this makes sense to you. That level of transparency would have just helped everyone. So it's not just on the citizens alone to ensure that things are normal in terms of the information in the public space. The government also has a duty to ensure that that becomes the order of the day on their hand as well transparency. And quite unfortunately for the guys, I think Fashola was uh, at an event here in Lagos while well, they were claiming that he was locked up somewhere. Uh, He's locked locked himself somewhere with the justices and he was writing all of these things for them. And also, lastly, when you look at the motive as well, right? you can see that the people are trying to pressure the justices to ensure that they do right by the law. And I'm not sure that is under any guy's wrong. But the way you go about it, don't malign other people. Don't defame or or in the form of slander or libel, other people because you want to drive home a point don't forget as well that in the case of law when it gets to law now ignorance of the law is not an excuse in law so i will rest thank
1: you You know, the way they make law to be vague, and sometimes you would even think that, okay, they they just, it's not, it's not, is okay, let me not even put it like that. From my own perspective, it's pretty intentional because the vagueness of that law would help sometimes help the people that want to perpetrate, um, mm, maybe injustice in quotes. Let me put it at that because these people that went to get, um, that person's brother now, they could say that, um, you know where your own freedom of expression stops is where our own rights you know begin something like that but there's just a lot of things that happen that you know you know if, uh, for example, we have institutions where the rule of law works, then you say, yes, let, let's have the law be the one to determine the kind of um, to news that comes out or to persecute when the news is inaccurate. But we are looking at this legal structure that we have now. And like, can we give you that responsibility? We, do, we, do we trust that you deliver on that? If you've been delivering, then yes, we know that. Okay, we can say, yes, you know, the law should take up this um, case and, you know, do something about the kind of news that we have floating. And the the reason why we have this news seem like it's a lot more than before is just because we have a lot more media now than before. There are different, you know, forms of media now, which did these people form some um, facts, one kind of news media like that. And it already has so many, you know, people already following that news platform. So there's just so many channels that you can't really, you know, you can't really like, um, you know, it just like projects that there's so much fake news. But the other thing is that, um, there's this thing that uh, me even pointed out, which is social capital, like for clicks and retweets and all of that. That thing is massive. And Elon Musk just started paying. <laughs> so so we're going to see maybe a whole lot more because there's a lot of reward from people tweeting something and for you to please. And not just please as, as far, if you're very, very polarizing to the very end, like if you're an extreme fake news peddler, you're going to get so much, you know, people like community you 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 have more customers if you're extremely good you have more customers it's like anything you're looking for right now there is something for you if you're looking for fake news if you're looking for big or true if you're looking for something that's extremely you know on the end of something of a spectrum you're going to find something that fits that for you so i think um Drew, to me please help us round up say what you say what you, you have the question
0: on. you should be asking is why why is it that when you tweet out a lot of those things or when you put out all of this information you have a lot of people who are willing to you know subscribe to all of those things bigotry fake news all of those things you, they have a huge audience i think it's something we need to analyze on maybe like uh, uh another episode but um we're out of time here today so i think it's a wrap for today uh thank Yay. you guys for listening thanks In, for joining um, follow us subscribe
1: too. actually so you get notified for new episodes and you don't miss out thanks for joining you're listening to the out of the box podcast with timmy halisa and
0: Sinashaw.